Yvonne, and a very, very pleasant evening to you from the members, friends, well-wishers, supporters, and the um, good friends of Harvest Time Assembly of God of North Miami, Florida. Welcome to Midweek Bible Study that comes to you each week at this time. We examine the Word of God for our personal edification, for our exhortation, and for our comfort. Through the months, God has been making himself real to us. We have been strengthened in our faith. We have been strengthened in our walk with him. Thank you for staying with us as we pray for all on this line and even beyond. As we open this passage of the word of God today, the passage of scripture 17, beginning with verse number 20, stay, stay with us and let us receive spiritual food from God which is able to strengthen our soul in these days. So let us pray at this time. Our Father in heaven, we thank you that you have made it possible for us to be here at your footstool, here to pray, to bless you, to commune with you about the things that concern us the most for family, our friends, our church, our brothers and sisters in Christ. We thank you for life, for health, for understanding, and for the desire you have put in us to come to you in prayer and in worship. Thank you, Father, for every blessing you give to us in as many and so many wonderful ways. How can we begin to thank you for all the things you have done for us? Be praised, O God. Be glorified, be magnified, be lifted up, be thanked in the name of Jesus, our Lord. We think of the ones among us who are sick, those facing distress, those in need, those afflicted with diseases, with malfunctionings in their body, in the area of the heart, the nerves, the brains, the lungs, the kidneys, all internal and external organs where there is malfunction, heal from head to toe, raise up from this bed of affliction. Stretch forth your mighty hand to heal. Drive out every disease and infection. Make these before you completely whole. For by the stripes of your Son, our Savior, Jesus, the Christ of God, we are healed. Recall every sickness, a defeated foe, 
We ask now for those who are out of employment. You are our source, O God. You have opened doors for them in the past, and you can do it again. And we ask you to do it this very hour. Let not the enemy prevail in this situation. Show forth your strength and your power in this area of their need. You are Jehovah Jireh. You will see to it that our home and our family are both kept fully supplied. You will supply all our need, your word says, according to your riches in glory. Thank you, Lord. And now, for the ones who face deaths and trials, meet them at their point of need this very hour. You said we are to cast all our cares upon you, and you would sustain us. We thank you that it is already done. The moment we ask for before we call, you promise you'd answer. And while we're yet speaking, you will hear. Chains are broken. Walls are collapsing. Darkness is giving way to glorious light. Our freedom is here and now in the name of Jesus. Courage and confidence now comes to our heart. Strength has come to us in Jesus' name. We take courage from you for this test as we give you thanks. And for those who seek your salvation and your deliverance from vices, from substance abuse, those who are caught up in evil communications, Lord, those who are ensnared by the powers of darkness, restrain their feet from traveling on that downward road. O oh Lord, direct their steps into the path of deliverance and victory. We intercede for them. We cry out to you for the yoke of evil to be destroyed and be replaced with the robe of righteousness. If any man be in Christ, you said, he's a new creation. Touch children, grandchildren, nieces, nephews, youths. Keep them from the clutches of the evil one. We sprinkle the blood of Jesus Christ over their lives their mind, soul, spirit, and body. We overcome the devil, your word says, by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. Your word is true. It will stand forever. Thank you, Lord, for answering us. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Now let us turn to the passage of Scripture on which we will focus tonight here in Luke chapter 17 and reading 
at verse number 20. Luke 17, verse number 20. And when he was demanded of the Pharisees when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God cometh not with observation, neither shall they say, Lo, here, or lo, there. For behold, the kingdom of God is within you. And he said unto the, the disciples, The days will come when you shall desire to see one of the days of the Son of Man, and you shall not see it. And they shall say to you, See here, or see there. Go not after them, nor follow them. For as the lightning that lighteneth out of one part under heaven shineth unto other part under heaven, so shall this also the, the Son of Man be in his day. But first must he suffer many things and be rejected of this generation. As it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be also in the days of the Son of Man. They did eat, they drank, they married wives, they were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and the flood came and destroyed them. Likewise, as it was in the days of Lot, they did eat, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they builded. But the day came that Lot went out of Sodom, and it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. In that day, he which shall be on the housetop and his stuff in his house, let him not come down to take it away. And he that is in the field, let him likewise not turn back. Remember Lord's wife, whosoever shall seek to save his life shall lose it, and whosoever shall lose his life shall preserve it. I tell you, in that night there shall be two men in one bed. The one shall be taken, and the other shall be left. Two women shall be grinding together. The one shall be taken, and the other left. Two men shall be in the field. Two men shall be in the field. The one shall be taken, and the other left. And they answered and said unto him, Where, Lord? And he said unto them, Wheresoever the body is, there will the eagles be gathered together. Wheresoever the carcass is, there will the vultures be gathered together. So that is Luke's Gospel, chapter 17, reading from verse 20 to the end of the chapter.
We'll take a few moments to glance at this passage. There in verse 20, we see the Pharisees demanding of Jesus that he disclose to them when the kingdom of God will appear. Obviously, they were thinking of a date and a time for the appearing of the kingdom of God. They perhaps had in mind a literal physical arrangement with a king, with a dominion or territory, with subjects, with a throne, with high-ranking officials, and the like. But Jesus quickly assured them that the kingdom of God does not come with signs they could observe or with visible displays. No one will be able to say here, it is, or there it is. The kingdom of God, Jesus said, is within you. The reign of God is now in your midst, right here among you, where Christ reigns and rules in the hearts of men. The Bible tells us, as many as received him to them, he gave the power, the right to become the sons of God. For it is in them that he rules as their king. That's where the kingdom of God is, inside of you. Where Jesus rules and reigns as king, where he dwells. It is the dominion where Christ rules as Lord. That dominion is inside of you. It is in our hearts. The king of the kingdom of God rules in individual lives, at least for this time. We are the subjects, and gladly so. He is our king, and rightly so. God has given him a name above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, things in heaven, things in earth, things under the earth. At this stage in the process, the kingdom of God is in our midst, in the midst of us. And from within, we worship. From within, we bow down. From within, we ascribe glory, honor, and dominion to him who reigns within us. And he reigns with the Father, the omnipotent Lord, the one to whom all power has been given in heaven and in earth, the one and only one, Jesus, who lives in you and in me, with our invitation, of course, and by the grace of God, he is king. The kingdom of God is in you and in me, because we have made Jesus king of our whole lives. Chapter 17, verse 22 of Luke explains that. The kingdom of God is within you. Hallelujah. In this chapter, Jesus was with the Pharisees, teaching them and endeavoring to show them the way to the Father. Whether they valued his instructions and guidance is another matter. 
but he assured them that the time and the day will come when they will desire to see one day like the present day they were talking to him when they would desire to see such a day but they would not be able to see it it was isaiah in chapter 55 and verse number 6 who said seek ye the lord while he may be found call upon him while he is near yes while he is near while he may be found is the opportune time the time to seek god is always not tomorrow or next year but the time to seek god is now behold now is the day of salvation today is the day of salvation tomorrow is not ours jesus challenged them to act now while he was near while the door was open to them a keen student paying attention to the words of jesus at that time would have taken the hint but jesus goes on to describe how the time will come when they will be in need of his presence in their midst and his coming to them would not be as it is or as it was then his coming will be as a flash of lightning it will be sudden and it will be quick yes quicker than they could blink yet covering a distance as it seemed from one end of the heavens to the other as quick as they could blink in a flash that will not be the moment that they could seek the lord and make him the king of their life no jesus said is the time and there will be false reports circulating as to where this christ and this king of the kingdom could be found he said to his disciples don't be misled because by the time you or by the time one should go in search of this one whom they seek to make king of their lives by the time they could find him he would have come and gone but before that disappearing act he showed them jesus showed them that he must first suffer many things and be rejected by the by his own nation the cross of crucifixion had to come before the appearing and disappearing in lightning fashion we all know that the cross the crucifixion the death the burial the resurrection and the ascension all happened in indisputable words of history now the time has come for that as quick as lightning appearance and disappearance the time has come for that when no man has a chance to even breathe a short prayer ready is the word of 
that day. It is either ready to go or ready to stay behind. Which one will it be for you, for your children, for your loved ones, for your friends, for all of us? Will we be ready? It will happen so fast as a flash of lightning. He would come and he would disappear with lightning speed. Coming with lightning speed and disappearing with lightning speed. The world's agenda will be on schedule as it was in the days of Noah. Verse 26 tells us they were dining, drinking, and devouring. They were dining, drinking, sorry, and this divorcing. One, two, three Ds. The three Ds. Then would come the fourth dimension. Destruction. Watch it. Dining, drinking, divorcing, and destruction. The flood waters hit them when they did not expect and where they did not expect. They were being warned for more than 120 years. All the while, the ark was under construction, the sound of the hammer, the buzz of the saw, the timber, the structure, the lineup of uh, stuff for the building of the ark, all were pointing to some major upcoming event. A flood was coming. But to them, it meant nothing. To them, they cared nothing. They let life go on as usual. They lived it up. So Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah, so will it be in the days when the Son of Man will return. Another example that Jesus gave them was the example of the days of Lot. They were eating, drinking, trading, planting, building. Life went on as per usual. Nothing is wrong with eating, drinking, and building. Nothing is wrong with doing these things. But when they are done to the exclusion of the one who loaned us the breath, the wisdom, and the strength, and everything else, when he is left out of the equation, then there is no equation at all. It is a one-sided affair. In an equation, both sides must balance. But when Christ is left out of any side, there can be no balance. Jesus said, without me, you can do absolutely nothing. You must be, he must be included to make things to stay in balance and in the right perspective and in readiness in this case. You can't leave him out. It will not come out right. 
lots, lot, were busy living it up. No time for the God of Abraham, but they did find place to hide. Or rather, they did not find a place to hide when God rained down fire and brimstone from heaven. They were all destroyed, the Bible says. These are words of Jesus, the Son of God. And who could accuse him of being unjust and unfair? Let the first witness take the stand. Who would like to challenge the words of Jesus? He said, in this way it will happen as it happened in the days of Noah, and it happened in the days of Lot. Even so shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed, according to verse 30 here in Luke 17. There will be time for nothing. It is ready or not ready. It is prepared, fully prepared, or not. Notice, there will be no time to get ready. No time for delay. It is, let's go, and go now. Be ye also ready, one scripture says in Matthew 24 and 44. Be ye also ready, for in such an hour as you think not, the Son of Man cometh. Beloved, that day is coming, and it will surely come. And when it does come, it will take so many people by surprise. Let us be ready and be washed in the blood of the Lamb. Let us be ready when the bridegroom comes. Let us be ready when the shout is made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to meet him. This is the message of Jesus, and this is the way things will be. And so many will say, Well, I don't believe that. Well, lots of people did not believe the days of Noah. Neither did they believe the days of Lot. But what they believed did not change what God had said. We must believe what God says, for this is God's way. Jesus reminded them of Lot's wife. That account is in the book of Genesis, chapter 19, and verse number 26, the full account. Lot's wife, her feet were heading in one direction, while her heart was bent towards Sodom. She was going out of Sodom, but Sodom was not out of her. Her heart influenced her head. She looked back and was turned into a pillar of salt. Genesis 19 and 26. Faith, surrender to God, is always God's plan. God wants us to hear him, and he wants us to be ready when the bridegroom comes. And Jesus goes on in that passage, having spoken of Lot's wife, remember Lot's wife.
he said, there'll be people who will try to save their lives by seeking cover in a place apart from the Lord Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. And when they seek cover there, they will not find it. They will seek to save their life other than by Christ, and they will lose their life. He said, I tell you, there will be a time of serious separation for uh, two men shall be in one bed and one of them taking the other left. Two women will be grinding, one taken and the other left. Two men shall be in the field and will be separated. The mystery of the rapture, the mystery of the secret catching away of believers is something that is on God's agenda, and pretty soon it will happen. Then they answered and said, Lord, where, when will this thing happen? When? Give us a, an idea. And Jesus said unto them, wherever the carcass is, there will the vultures be gathered together. Watch and see where the action is taking place, where the disappearance is taking place. And you will know that the Lord is passing through or has passed through that very spot. But the key to the whole scenario is whether or not we are ready to meet the bridegroom when he comes. You and I will be ready if and when Jesus is living in our hearts and ruling as king within us. It is only then we will be ready. We will not miss the rapture if Jesus reigns in our hearts. And this is what this gospel message is all about to you today. Be ready. Be washed in the blood of the Lamb. Open your heart and let Jesus come in. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Embrace him as your Savior. Cling to him as your hope, your only hope. And when he comes as a thief in the night, when he comes suddenly, you will not be left behind. Are you ready? Or will you be ready when the bridegroom comes? Will your lamps be trim and bright? Will your lamps be lighted when he comes? Will you have the robe of righteousness on Christ? is our robe of righteousness. And this is what all preachers are really seeking to get across to people, that they ought to be ready by being born again, by allowing Christ to come into your heart and rule in your life. That will save you. That will take you home safely. If any man is in Christ, is a new creation. All things will become or be made new in Christ. So, if you know him, stick with him. Stay with him. If you don't know him, right here, open your heart. Believe him. Ask him to wash your sins away. Ask him to come into your heart. 
As many as received him, to them gave he power. All we need to do is to receive him. And if you've already received him, rejoice and be glad. Live for him. Stay close to him. Let him continue to be the Lord of your life. And if he comes while you're asleep, if he comes in the dead of night, if he comes at high noon, you have nothing to worry about because you are ready. And if you are ready, you will go up to meet him and to be with him. This is the gospel of Christ. Shall we pray? Oh, Father, we thank you that you have made it possible for men and women, boys and girls, people everywhere to be a part of your great heaven, to be a part of your great kingdom. We thank you for the words of Jesus when he said, let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, he said, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you will be also. Lord, you are the way. And today, we all embrace you as the way. And we thank you for the blood that washes sins away. We thank you for the grace of God that saves us. We thank you for the love of God that includes us. We thank you, Lord, for the way you have made for us. Bless this family. Bless each member of this household. Let none be lost. Let us all be washed and cleansed in the precious blood. In Jesus' mighty name and all God's people said, Amen, Amen, and Amen. We want